Hi there. Welcome back to the Wide Open Podcast. It's been a minute since we did a podcast. Haven't anything interesting happening that I wanted to talk about, but let me tell you, shit has got real over the past couple of weeks, and I think it's time that we talk about it. But first, we want to make sure that we take care of the people that take care of us. I'm a big fan of supporting people that support District 37. So we're going to start off this podcast with touching base and talking about all the people that support District 37. As you know, every single podcast, every single episode of the Wide Open Podcast has been sponsored by none other than Rad Custom Graphics. Uh, Ryan has been a huge supporter of the podcast. Ryan is a huge supporter of District 37. Uh, he's busier than he knows what to do with right now, making uh, everybody's graphics for the upcoming 2019 season. And if you need to get graphics for your bike, Rad Custom Graphics is the place you want to call. You want to reach out to Ryan at radcustomgraphics.com. He has all the fonts for all everything we got going on. The new national series uh, in the GP series, the NGPC. Uh, he's got all the fonts for all that kind of stuff. So if you're when you uh, if you're Got your numbers, you're getting ready to get going for uh, getting your stuff all set up for the Atlanta Grand Prix. You want to reach out to Ryan. But let's run down the list of all the other people that support District 37. Okay, Kenda Tires. Kenda Tires came on as the title sponsor for the new Sprint Enduro Series in District 37. Uh, you know, we've been re- really hyping the, hyping the shit out of this series. It is without a doubt the, the, the next hot thing. Uh, I can tell you it's the next hot thing because other people are copying what we're doing here in District 37. That's how I know that what we're doing is is the absolute shit. They say flattery, or they say that the imitation is uh, the best form of flattery. So I got to tell you, in District 37, we're flattered. Uh, coming on as the presenting sponsor of the Sprint Enduro Series is SRT. Now you may be familiar with uh, you may maybe you see SRT. Uh, on a lot of bikes of fast guys, Morgan Crawford, uh, you know, comes to mind right away. He's, uh, you know, as one of the main guys. Ryan Smith used to ride for SRT. All kinds of other super fast guys, super cool guys, all ride for SRT. But SRT is the place you want to go uh, for some of your parts. So you want to you want to look for them. They are a huge supporter of District Thirty Seven. Another another sponsor that came on board for the Sprint Enduro Series, TBT. Okay, I, you know, so there's all kinds of suspension out there. Everybody runs a you know, different setup. Everybody's got what it is that they like. But what I can tell you is that I've run TBT suspension on my bikes for, for years and years and years. Uh, and Travis is the only guy that is at every race to make sure that he's helping you with your setup to make sure that you're good to go. If you want to, you think you're running the verge of riding fast, you're trying to figure out what it is going to get you to the next level. Reach out to Tuner, get that stuff set up. He he, you know I was I, I bounce around from bike to bike. For those of you that know me, you know, and, you know I, I I'm on this, I'm on that, I'm on the other, on on something else. But the old faithful that I always come back to, I've had about 10 450xs, and every one of those 450xs that I've had, I always rode fast on them. One of them was the bike of death that almost took my life faster than I, you know, I outrode my ability that day. 
But what I can tell you about every one of those bikes is that Tuner set up every one of those bikes, and they were like butter, I'm telling you. So I bought another 450X, it's one of the bikes I'm going to race next year. And so I shot a message out to out to Tuner and you know said, hey, look, I got a, I got a 450X, I need to get it set up. His response to me was, let me look in my books, I can look up your setups and get you get you set up. So, you know, that's that's the kind of service that you get from him. He's at every race, once he gets to know you and how it is that you ride, he gets you hooked up. So reach out to Tuner if you want to go faster and you want your bike to be like butter like mine is and like the 300X's team, you know, that those guys all, you know, that 300X team, they run TBT. That's why they're champions. Uh, Billy Courtney, who just sealed up the V, you know, V1 in the desert, he runs TBT. I can go on and on and on and on and on about the riders that run TBT suspension on their bikes, and they're and they all ride fast, except for me. Uh, another huge sponsor of the Sprint Enduro Series, Flow Vision goggles. So, I'm sure you're probably seeing Flow Vision around. You probably maybe you're curious what what's up with Flow Vision. So, Flow Vision is the brainchild of Nick McBride. Nick Nick McBride came from MSR. He was the uh, brand manager for MSR. You saw him a few years ago. He was at when we had MSR was a big sponsor of uh, of Big Six Racing. Nick McBride was the one that was responsible for that. Uh, MSR, uh, you know, and whatever they were doing, that kind of, that whole thing kind of kind of fizzled out. But Nick has a love for the sport, and Nick has a passion for you know for off road, and he had a vision for what it is that he wanted to you know he wanted to create some goggles. He had a vision. He had a flow vision. See what I did right there? And so he's got uh, you know I I used to run 100% goggles, and hey, no knock on 100%. I really dig them. But I run the flow vision goggles now. I mean the the stuff's epic. And on top of that, if you're at a if you're at a at a sprint enduro race. Or if you're at a uh, District 37 Big Six race, Flowvision is there supporting the riders. The product is there. They got goggles uh, on site, lenses on site, tear offs on site. Nick's right there, super friendly, good dude. You can go right up to him, talk to him, see what it is that he has, you know, and he can hook you up right there on the spot, so that you're running the best goggles in the game. They're uh, they're on site, and you can find them at District 37 races. Okay. So let's move on to some of the other stuff. Uh, other sponsors of District 37 and the Big Six Series. I'm I'm very proud to announce one of the one of the huge sponsors of the District 37, both both the Sprint Enduro Series and the Big Six NGPC Series, JCR Honda. Okay. So JCR stands for Johnny Campbell Racing. Johnny Johnny is an absolute legend in off-road racing. If you don't know who Johnny is, then I, I don't even know why I'm talking to you. Okay, I mean, uh, I believe 11-time Baja 1000 champion and all-around good dude and huge supporter of district. Grew up in district, and I had a conversation with Johnny at the at the last race um, when I heard that uh, that JCR was going to be racing was going to be sending their riders to race. Uh, Big Six and the Sprint Enduro Series, and he's you know he was he made no bones about it. He wants to support District 37. He wants to support you, the District 37 rider. The District 37 rider. If you're if you're a District 37 rider and you're listening to this podcast, Johnny Campbell, American legend, off-road legend, 
he's interested in the support of District 37. He's interested in you. And in a, in a few minutes, we're going to talk about the fastest kid on the West Coast who rides for JCR Honda and is committed to racing both big six and sprint enduros. So aside from the fact that he's just an all-around fast guy and a huge supporter of District 37, if you go to JCR Speed Shop, they make all kinds of trick parts, you know, specifically for Hondas, but they make some other some other trick parts too. You know, hey, if anybody knows what it, how it is to tweak a bike and make that bike run faster so that it's going to run from the beginning of the race to the end of the race, it's Johnny. So go to JCR Speed Shop, check out what it is that they have, and try and support the people that support District 37. Another one of the you know another huge announcement for the Sprint Enduro Series, as well as the Big Six uh, NPGC or I'm sorry NGPC Series, is Pervines Racing. Now you've probably seen Pervines for a number of years. Uh, they and once again, Pervines is supporting District 37 and sending their riders to race District 37 races. So Pervines and their off-road team has committed to racing both the Sprint Enduro Series. Uh, it sounds like they have a they have a rider that they're going to send to the Big Six Series, and as and as always, they're following uh, the the Heron Hound Series. So I know that uh, from talking to to Nick and Axel. The Nick and, Nick and Axel are both going to be following. They're, they have a full commitment to race the Heron Hound Series, and they have a commitment to race the Sprint Enduro Series as their as their second series. So that's huge right there. So basically what we have is we have Factory Honda and Factory Yamaha are supporting District 37 Series. So when you're making your decision on what it is you want to ride, you want to keep in mind who it is that supports District 37. The third one, huge, huge sponsor, long-time spo- long sponsor, long-time supporter of District 37, three brothers, KTM and Husqvarna. Now, if you're, if you're riding a KTM, the place you want to buy your KTM is three brothers. Three brothers is the largest KTM dealer in America. They're the largest KT- KTM de- dealer in North America. Okay, they sell more KTMs and more Huskies than, than anybody else. Uh, if you need to know anything about your KTM, you want to, you, you, you want to, I mean, they got a million different brands or models of KTMs. I can't even keep them all straight. Um, but the guys you want to talk to about the bike that's going to suit you perfectly, you want to call on down to Three Brothers. You want to talk to Ricardo, and Ricardo will hook you up. Ricardo is the is the man. Um, Ricardo is a, is a fast dude, one of, one of the Three Brothers that owns Three Brothers. And I, I've raced against Ricardo for a number of years. He took a little break, um, but when he heard about the Sprint Enduro Series, uh, he came back and decided he was going to he was going to jump back into racing. And so they made a commitment to race uh, the Sprint Enduro Series for for 2019. And I I couldn't be happier. So if you're looking at a KTM or a Husqvarna, reach out to Three Brothers and let them hook you up. Okay, we've paid all the bills, so let's move on to the. We're gonna we're gonna start a new segment with the uh, with each one of these podcasts, and it's cool stuff I saw this weekend. Yeah, I know I'm kind of stealing what Scott Van Pelt does with uh, you know with with Sports Center, but mine's better. So we're gonna roll down with some cool stuff that I saw this weekend. So, well, last weekend actually. So last weekend, as everybody knows, last last race of the season, we were all at Lake Havasu. So let me start off by. By tipping the cap to Vikings, man, their race was freaking epic. Um, 
So last year was the first year that they went to Havasu. Uh, Lisa and I weren't able to make it. We had uh, we had a prior commitment, and so we, we missed it. But I heard a lot of people talking about it, and I and I raced Havasu ten years ago, probably in a, maybe ten ten years ago. I raced a couple of times when it was a works race, and I liked it then. You know, but there you know the works race was in one of the warmer months, so so my memory of that race was it just being really hot. So we went out there, and. Uh, I mean, they had tremendous turnout. Their their entries were were higher than they had had last year, and they they fall in line with uh, you know how the how the big six series have been growing. Uh, so they had they had epic turnout. I didn't hear one complaint from anybody at that at that race, and that's you know, you know I'll be honest with you. In the position that I'm in, I wind up being the complaint department. So if somebody's got something to complain about, they feel uh, that it's necessary that they come to me and let me know. And I didn't have one complaint about anything that happened at that race this weekend, from from course to prep to signups to anything. So hats off to the Vikings for putting on putting on an epic event. I mean, let's be honest. Can you think of a better place to have a race? I mean, you're at the freaking river for God's sake. You you. I mean, the view that you have from from where it is that you're camping. I mean, you you look out towards the course and you're looking at the at Lake Havasu. It's beautiful. The course got rough, you know, but it's a freaking race. I mean, it's a race in sand, and they did a great job of maintaining, you know, trying to keep up with that course the best that they could. Um, I rode uh, rode a couple of races. Lisa Lisa rode her race, uh, and I mean, the it was absolutely epic. So. So that's my hats off to the Vikings. So let's dump let's jump into the cool stuff that I saw this weekend at the race. Jeremy McGrath. I mean, really? Can you tell me another District 37 race that you went to where Jeremy McGrath was there? So not only is Jeremy McGrath the king of Supercross Showtime, that dude is one class act. I mean, he's out there to race. He lives right by there. He rode his motorcycle to the race so that he could go race. He'd heard about these big six races and wanted to see what it was all about and, and to check it out. And he came out and he rode around and he, you know, I mean, of course he's fast. But on top of that, gracious. A few years removed from the game, but still, he, I mean, he's the gold standard when you're talking about Supercross riders. And he's out there racing. I have a picture in my head and maybe some of you have seen the picture on social media of Billy Courtney lined up in between Jeremy McGrath and Josh Grant in the vet race. I mean, how epic is that? And then on top of that, he took the time to sign autographs for anybody that would go over there. And I saw grown men act like little school schoolgirls trying to get their picture taken with the greatest, I mean, with the greatest supercross racer ever, in my opinion. That was really cool. Okay, then the next best, the, the next cool thing that I saw, okay, Josh Grant. Josh Grant comes out to race. So in, so in one race, you've got Jeremy McGrath and Josh Grant. I mean, how awesome is that? Okay, you, only, you can only find that in District 37 at a District 37 Big Six race. That was phenomenal. Okay. So let's move on to some other cool stuff that I saw this weekend. Trevor Stewart. Say no more. Okay, Trevor Stewart sealed up the number one plate in the WCGP this weekend. Now, I may be giddy as a schoolgirl because Trevor sealed this up. And you know what? I probably am. And I'll tell you why. 
Okay, Trevor is without a doubt, undisputably, the fastest guy on the West Coast. Okay, I'm just going to say it. I don't think that there's any other off-road racer that races Grand Prix on the West Coast, I'll even say on the East Coast, that can hold a candle to Trevor. Okay, and Trevor sealed the deal here in District 37. I'll take it a step further. I have been able to have, have had the pleasure of watching Trevor race since he was just a kid. I'll be I'll share a little something with you. I go back with Trevor's dad, Brad, 30 plus years. Okay, so I've seen Trevor since he was just a little kid. I've seen Trevor when he was racing on 65s, 85s, and working his way up. And this is the place that Trevor has chosen to race. He's put in the work. He works his tail off at at at, at his craft, which is being fast on a motorcycle. And there is no one that can touch him. Next year, he's rocking the number one plate. He's committed to racing District 37 because District 37 is the place to race. And I will challenge any other off-road pro to come and try and beat Trevor at any District 37 event. And I'm going to tell you right now, no one's going to take me up on that challenge because no one can beat the kid. He is, without a doubt, the fastest kid on the West Coast and a class act on top of that and humble. That's To me, that's what makes a class act pro. So, enough of me gushing about Trevor. The next cool thing that I saw this weekend was Taylor Olivas. So, for those of you that race off-road and listen to the podcast, earlier in the year we had a, we did a thing on uh, on youngsters in District 37, and the Olivas girls were part of that. Taylor is one of the Olivas girls. You have Taylor, Lacey, and Brooke. Okay, Taylor's the older. Taylor's 17 years old. So Taylor, Taylor went out and she rode her rode her race, and Taylor gave up her race to help another rider finish finish her race to make sure that that rider was safe while she was riding. Uh, she didn't have to do that. I mean, Taylor helped. So Taylor's a checker, and Taylor helped out a SoCal, SoCal gal in her race to make sure that she was going to be okay, kind of protect her as she struggled through struggled through the course, riding with an injury to try and seal things up. Okay, I mean, for those of you that are familiar with with anything that happens in District Thirty Seven, you know, uh, you know, checkers and SoCal are like cats and dogs, and for for a checker girl to help a SoCal girl. That just to me, that that right there, that's sportsmanship. So my hats off to you, Taylor. That was one of the cool things that I saw this weekend. But I gotta say, with everything that I saw this weekend, okay, Jeremy McGrath coming to race a, a District Thirty Seven race, Josh Grant coming to race a District Thirty Seven race, Trevor Stewart sealing up the num the number one plate and confirming that he is without a doubt the fastest guy on the West Coast. Taylor going out and helping another rider in her race complete her race so that she could finish her year. Having seen all of that stuff, without a doubt, what I saw that was the coolest thing this weekend is Lacey Olivas. Lacey Olivas, in her race on Saturday, sealed up the W1 plate. Okay, She didn't just ride around and finish in a position that she needed to finish in to make that stuff happen. Okay, she went out there and raced that freaking race. 
Okay, she left. She left no doubt in the fact that she is W1. Now, what's the significance of Lacey earning W1? Well, first off, Lacey's 14 years old. Lacey's 14 years old and she earned W1. Okay, that W1 was earned not just in the Grand Prix, but that's earned in desert races at 14. Lacey is the youngest woman to ever earn W1 in the history of District 37. I'd have to go back and check, but I'm fairly certain that at 14, she's the youngest person to ever earn a number one plate in District 37. That right there, without a doubt, is the coolest thing that I saw this weekend. Okay, I hope that all of you had a chance to see it because it was freaking awesome. And I can't wait to see Lacey come out next year and rock that number one plate on her bike and go and try and and defend that number one plate. Because I have no doubt that you know she's going for it next year. She's she's got that racing blood in her. So that's the cool stuff that I saw this weekend. Um, remember before move before we transition on to the next thing we're going to talk about tonight. I want to make sure that. You know, if you got to play this stuff back, listen to the people that support District 37. Support the people that support you. District 37 is the place to race. I mean, I'm telling you right now, with all the work that goes into it, I, I have a little knowledge of what happens behind the scenes. There are a lot of people working really hard to bring you the best possible racing you can get on the West Coast, and it happens right here in District 37. With the Grand Prix, with the Sprint Enduros, and with the Desert Races, everything that the clubs do to put on these races for you the rider, it makes it the absolute best place on the West Coast to race. So, Kenda, SRT, Rad Custom Graphics, TBT, JCR, Pervines, Three Brothers, and Flow Vision. If you're gonna spend your dollars any place, spend your dollars with them. Okay, if you get a chance and you're wandering around the pits uh, when you get to Atlanta, if you see Trevor, go over and talk to him. You're gonna you're gonna see what the you're going to see what it is that happens in District 37. How District 37, from growing up in District 37, what type of rider it makes you and what type of what type of good young man it makes you. Same thing with Lacey. If you see Lacey, reach out to Lacey. That's what we have in District 37. Okay, so we've been talking about the next big thing, and the next big thing is the District 37 Sprint Enduro Series. I'm intimately involved with that series. Uh, I, I've, you know, we, you know, it, we listened to what it was that the riders were asking for, uh, and so we thought collectively as the group that, uh, you know, the Sprint Enduro group, that this was the, that this was the series that we thought the riders were looking for. And so we've been working really hard on this for about a year. Um, we talked about this earlier in the year. Uh, there was, a, there was, there was a lot of, you know, misinformation that was getting thrown out about the, about the Sprint Enduro series. So I thought it was important to. To put out a podcast uh, earlier in the year to kind of clear clear up some of the some of the things about the Sprint Enduro series and you know questions that people might have had you know there were some rumors about it but we hadn't really officially announced it and so we we covered all that in in that uh, podcast but as we get a little closer uh, to you know I think we're just a few short weeks away from the first round uh, the Hilltopper Sprint Enduro in uh, Twenty Nine Palms so there were a few more questions. Uh, that were being thrown out there by people that are that are, you know, wanting to race that series. 
So I'm just going to go ahead and run down the list of the questions that I'm getting and see if we can touch base on, on a few of them so that uh, you know it helps you a little better when you go to race that first round. So the first question that I've, that I've been getting asked uh, about the Sprint Enduro Series is numbers. What numbers are we running? Are we, are we running specific backgrounds? Is it going to be a background that's uh, similar to desert? Is it going to be a background that's similar to, uh, to what we're running in the GPs? So to answer that question, the numbering system that we're going to use for the Sprint Enduros for 2019 is going to be the same as what you would get, what you got at at the Sprint Enduro that was held at, uh, by UMC this year, and and very similar to what you got at Prairie Dogs this year. We're going to issue you a number at every race. It'll be an oval number. Uh, if you if you race the Catalina Grand Prix or you have seen uh, the numbers that they handed out, handed out the Catalina Grand Prix, it'll be very similar to those. And so for, for year one, we're going to issue you the number. The number will correspond with what your starting position is going to be. So uh, say, you know, 1A, 1B, 1C, 1D, that'll signify the minute and the and the, the minute that you're going to start on. So 1A would start off at 1, uh, 1B would start off at a minute and 15 seconds, 1C at a minute 30 seconds, so on and so forth. And then we'll we'll work our way from from there, you know, one through whatever. Um, after we complete the 2019 season, there will be earned numbers, and then the following year in 2020, you will get to run your earned number uh, in the 2020 season at the Sprint Enduros. And by that time, I'm sure we will have come up with a with a fancy background and what that's all going to look like, so that you can order graphics uh, for the Sprint Enduro series or order your numbers. You know that that will be based specifically on the Sprint Enduro series, but since it's the first year of this particular series and no one has an earned number, we thought this was the best way to handle that. So you don't need to to worry about you know getting with your steward prior to the race and getting the mailbox numbers that we hand out for all the other races. We will issue you a decal that you will uh, that you will affix to the front of your bike. Uh, so at, you know for every one of those races, and it'll be different every race based on when it is that you sign up. So if, if you sign up at 29 Palms and they give you 20A, 20A will not necessarily be the number that you will run every race because it'll change every race based on when you sign up because that'll be your start time. And the start and they ha they issue the start times based on it's it's first come first serve. So if if uh, if the whatever particular club is hosting the event offers online uh, entries and you're the first one to uh, to go ahead and enter uh, then that's how you would get 1A. But there's still some discussion uh, within the group about trying to, it, for the for the very first minute, um, trying to get the pros out front. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna work on that. And we'll you know when we decide what it is we're gonna do with that, we'll make an announcement. We'll get it everywhere so that everybody's everybody's aware of it. Um, but just something to something to uh, something to bear in mind that start time. You know, let's say you get uh, 1A or 5A or 20A or whatever the case may be. That's just for the beginning of the race. Okay, that's only for your for your first special test. After that, you can run those loops in any you know in any order that you choose. You can do them all. You know, one after another, after another, after another. If that's what you choose to do, you can do one and then take a break and then do another and then take a break and however you want to do them. But you don't have to be back at the start at a particular time based on based on whatever your start number was. So uh, 
for enduro guys, that'll make sense. If you're not familiar with the enduro format, it will make sense after the first race. Um, the second question uh, that I'm getting a lot is scoring. How are we planning on scoring? Um, we had a, I had a long conversation with uh, with both uh, Nick Burson and Axel Pearson after the UMC event, and at that particular event, we hand we hand scored that event, and they were just talking about, you know, how it is that you. Uh, how it is that you roll into the check and when it is that they write the times down and stuff like that and how you know depending on how fast the the check worker comes and writes down your time you know that could that could vary from a second or two and for those particular guys and 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 really I started looking at the times it's not just for those guys it's for a lot of us that are racing that series one second or two second uh, two seconds could be the difference between in, in a position and so what we want to do is take human error out of it. So we are scoring all of the Sprint Enduros 100% electronically. They will be scored with Moto Tally. So you will have a tower. Uh, there will be a tower, uh, let's, we'll say 100, 100 yards is a lot. We'll say a tower 50 feet in front of where you start. So they'll count you down. You'll start, you'll race underneath the tower. Your time will start. It'll, it'll read your read your transponder, your time will start, and then you will race through the tower at the at the end of the special to the checker. The checker will be beyond the tower. <coughs> Excuse my coughing. <coughs> so your time will be 100% electronically scored. Um, we will we'll be doing hand backups just in case we have a failure with the electronic system, but that's how we're going to be scoring those particular events. So we also have some exciting news when it comes to the scoring of those events. So Anna Heinz, if you race uh, if you race any of the big six races, you're familiar with Anna. Anna does all the scoring for the big six races. Anna will also be scoring all of the sprint enduros. She's extremely familiar with the Mototelli system. I could not be more confident uh, with anybody scoring those races than I am uh, than when Anna came on board to score those races. So, uh, let's see. What else? Uh, what are the questions we're getting about the Sprint Enduro Series? Uh, so, level of difficulty on those things. So the way we have them set up for the first couple of races, you are going to have a, there's an A B loop for ex, for ex, for pros, experts, and amateurs, and a C D loop for novices and beginners. That the way those loops are laid out is that it's a hundred percent single track. Okay, none of this uh, motocross stuff that some of the other sprint enduro series are doing. No, no glorified Grand Prix. Okay, there's no motocross. There's no track. You start going straight into single track, you ride single track, you finish in single track, and then you do that over and over and over again. Uh, we may mix up the combinations of, of loops that you ride. Say an AB rider may, may ride a, the AB course four times and the CD loop two times to get the, the required mileage, but there is, there is no motocross. At 29 Palms, uh, you know, everybody thinks, oh, it's 29 pounds. It must be on the on the GP course that they have there. If you ride any of that GP course, it will be to transfer back to the start of the to, to the start. 
there is no GP in this. It's this is not a GP. Okay, these are sprint enduros that are 100% single track. If you're looking for something where there's no bomb, it's a time start, and you're riding as fast as you can, you know, in single track, so you're riding as fast as you can in first, second, or third gear, this is the series for you. No jumps, okay, no motocross, just single track. <coughs> so, we're going to make this one short and sweet. I wanted to get some of that information out to you. Uh, we're going to try and do these, uh, do the podcast on a more regular basis. The next podcast, I'm going to give you all the information you need to know for the Atlanta Grand Prix with some of the people that are going to bring you the Atlanta Grand Prix. So, as always, we'll see you at the races.